Michael Football Show. My name is Miles. The Las Vegas Raiders are 22nd team in the 32-team countdown to the 2022 NFL kickoff. Got to say, I'm getting used to saying Las Vegas Raiders. I'm adapting to it. Feels kind of right, partly because, you know, the Raiders have kind of had, you know, some city moving in, in the past. You know, Kenny Stabler... You know, John Madden, Cliff Branch, they were Oakland Raiders, whereas Marcus Allen, Bo Jackson, Howie Long, they were Los Angeles Raiders. So it's like, it's not like one city. So they're just the Raiders, the Raiders. So it wasn't, wasn't too ingrained. I don't know, just, it's working. It's working for me. In the Death Star Stadium, it's working for me. The Raiders are going through an era change. We thought we'd be in year five of the John Gruden 10-year contract. But he is gone, obviously mid mid season due to just overall terribleness, I guess. Mike Mayock is also gone, the GM, who can't really return to NFL Network as lead draft guy, can he? Especially after his terrible drafts. Mike Mayock was the worst GM in the league for the time that he was there. And the worst part is everyone knew all the picks that he was making, especially the early picks, were bad. We all knew in the moment. And I just love one of my favorite, one of my, I'm sad that Mike Mayock is gone because one of my favorite things is the Raiders defending Mike Mayock against, you know, fake television GMs or just backseat GMs who don't have all the information. Wasn't that where you hired Mike Mayock from? You really despise those guys, huh? Maybe you shouldn't have hired one. (laughs) Uh, Josh McDaniels era, Dave Ziegler. Josh McDaniels getting a second chance in the AFC West here. Of course, he was with the Denver Broncos, had that, I think it was a 6-0 start, then fizzled, then drafted Tim Tebow, then really fizzled, and then went went back to the Belichick hog, as I talked about last episode, the McDaniels piglet back to the Belichick hog. But now, McDaniels is out again. He has certainly grown quite a bit. The press conferences, you know, I hear him talking. It's, it's less... Um, BS, I guess. It's just my BS meter is a little bit off. I I feel like I am cautiously optimistic about McDaniel's here. I think he's learned a lot in his second stint with the Patriots. And man, he he's such a big part of that Tom Brady, uh, that Tom Brady guy, you know. <laughs> um I I do think he deserves some credit. It's not just purely Tom Brady in a vacuum. Josh McDaniels deserves some credit. And here, so here he's getting a shot. And he's getting a shot that I think he he deserves. So Ziggler, uh, the G- and they're making some moves. Obviously brought in Devontae Adams, which we'll talk about in a moment. On defense, uh, they brought in Chandler Jones, who at defensive end for the Cardinals had like five sacks in week one. Not that that was, you know, representative of, of his play necessarily, but Chandler Jones is a good pass rusher. He's 32, but he's still producing. Um, normally, I wouldn't care. I, I mean, I really like, Older pass rushers added to teams, I don't really care. But when when they're added to a team that already has a good pass rusher on the roster, Max Crosby being on the Raiders roster already, I take notice to that. I really that's a big deal to me. The exponential 
effect of two above average pass rushers on a team um, is interesting to me. And the, the secondary, the Raiders defense, they've got some hope there. Uh, the safeties, I hold some cautious optimism for them, though I do feel sorry for the secondary and that they have to face six games of Mahomes, Herbert, and Russell Wilson. Not great. So on paper, the Chandler Jones, Max Crosby combo is something to be excited about. On the other side of the paper, the Darren Waller, Devontae Adams combo is something to be excited about. Derek Carr's got his guy back. Reunited at last with Devontae Adams. There's a Derek Carr, Devontae Adams at Fresno State in college. Adams gets a chance to be a part of his childhood Raiders. Uh, uh, he was a fan of the Raiders as a kid. The Raiders made they're paying him $28 million. That probably has something to do with it as well. I could see why Derek Carr and Devontae Adams recall each other's company fondly. <laughs> Their time at Fresno State, the Mountain West Conference. It was, so it's 20, uh, so they played two seasons together, 2012 and 2013 at uh, Fresno State. 26 total games together. Devontae Adams averaged, averaged eight and a half catches and 116 yards. And there were 38 touchdowns from Derek Carr to Devonta Adams in 26 games. I mean, just every game was great. And they're both drafted in the second round of the 2014 NFL draft, went their separate ways. Obviously, Adams with Green Bay. Carr has been toiling away here on the Raiders. The Raiders adding Adams to Waller, though, is, I, th- I think, what has me excited. And, and Hunter Renfro, who has, who has uh, proved himself as a, as a great weapon. It, it's just, Devontae Adams is elite. He's one of the best receivers in the NFL. And he's bumping everyone down. So there's just some excitement on paper. Because so, so Darren Waller goes from target three to target two. Hunter Renfro goes from target two to target three. You know, And they're still just as good. That's fun. That is fun. And obviously with, like we said, the AFC West, Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert, the Raiders are feeling you know, the arms race, the arms race, as it were. Um, Derek Carr going into year uh, nine. This is the, man, oh my gosh, time flies. Year number nine for Derek Carr. He's top 50 career passing yards. Yeah, the people were getting old. He's number 48. Derek Carr, obviously the pass-heavy era helps, but Derek Carr on the career passing yards list will pass Mark Brunell, Kurt Warner, Troy Aikman, Steve Young, Phil Simms. He'll pass them all by November, most likely. Pretty crazy. But I think we know what Carr is by this point. He is as good as his weapons, as good as his line. So this is a year to be excited about Derek Carr, and at least in terms of the weapons. He was terrible in the red zone last year. It's got to be better with Devonta Adams. It just has to be. And if Darren Waller can stay healthy, it just it has to be better. They scored fifty percent, under fifty percent on their red zone trips. They scored a touchdown. That you have to think that's going to improve. Um, though I did I did say weapons and line right. And I, twenty sixteen was Derek Carr's other great year, and that year was all about offensive line dominance. We're not really looking at that for 2022. <laughs> How, let's see. Uh, the Raiders offensive line is ranked 25 by, by Sharp Football and ranked 29 by PFF. 
So that puts some 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 water on the fire here. So uh, with that in mind, let's pick the line. some football Monday Night Raiders they usually open up the season on Monday Night Football but they won't be this year Seahawks Broncos um, anyway Raiders eight and a half wins over under for the 2022 Raiders I am going to take the under on this one I just see problems with this first of all I think we as a as a collective, as a fan base, as a media base, we want the Raiders to be good because we want to talk about how stacked the AFC West is. We want to have podcasts and articles and clicks about the AFC West arms race and how we have you know four quarterbacks in this division who are all, if you're a big Derek Carr fan, who are all top twelve quarterbacks in this league, at least top half, at least all top sixteen quarterbacks in this league, all in one division. So our desire to talk about the AFC West as a stacked division, you know, puts pressure on the the public perception to praise the Raiders. I I do like the Raiders and I'm hopeful for them, but the the depth is so different. One one injury to to Waller or Adams or even Renfro and and or one injury to Max Crosby or Chandler Jones and suddenly the Raiders are like what are they? And they're I mean at that point they're a clear fourth place in the AFC West candidate. So, you know, some, sometimes we can get too detailed. Sometimes we can get too simplistic. To me, this boils down to one thing. The Raiders are facing a lot of good passing offenses, and their offensive line sucks. That's a combo that does not lead to great things. However, I will say, I'm rooting for them. It'd be really fun if the entire AFC West was rocking and setting fire to the league. That would be fun. That would be a fun fo- story to follow. All right. Muckle Teal Football Show. Follow us on Twitter at MUK underscore football. We will be back Tuesday for some team. <laughs> I, can't, I didn't look it up again. It's either the Cowboys or the Cardinals. All right. Thank you, everyone. And again. <laughs>